So thank you guys for coming and uh, for wanting to learn about meditation. Have you guys done meditation before? Any different kinds? So mantra meditation is an ancient form of meditation from India. And in the last maybe 50 years or so, it was brought to the Western world. But it is an ancient, ancient form of meditation. A mantra is a transcendental sound. It's not a regular sound like you hear every day. Um, if you were to... Actually, I did this recently. I was editing a video. And I had to... Because I was editing the video, I had to play the same song over and over again to match it up, right? And at first, I really liked the song. But after about a hundred times of listening to it while editing it, I could not stand it. I, I, I would rather listen to any song other than that one song, even though it was a song that I really liked. And I listened, not maybe a hundred, but maybe I'd say 25, 30, 40 times, something like that, you know? At the end of it, it lost all its flavor and it began to really... What, what was sweet ended up kind of being like poison. It was like, really didn't want to hear it. I'm sure you guys have all had that experience of listening to one sound over and over again. So with mantra, I've been, I've been listening to the same sound for 20 years. And I meditate on that sound every day. And with my japa, with my beads, I meditate about an hour and a half every morning on the same mantra, the same sound for 20 years. And not only do I not get tired of it, I've never been tired of it, but the, the more I do it, the more I experience the depth and the wonder and the sweetness of it. It's not at all like a, a regular sound. I had, um, uh, I've learned this process of um, this, is, this mantra meditation is part of a system of yoga called bhakti yoga. And I've, I learned this bhakti yoga system from a yoga master in Hawaii. And his teacher, uh, he was born in India. And he had been hearing the same, because his, his parents were uh, bhakti yogis as well. He'd been hearing the same sound since birth, the same mantra since birth, being sung to him since his birth. Even in the womb. His parents were chanting the mantras to him. And when he got about 30-something years old, he, he accepted himself a teacher. And as is a system in bhakti yoga, when you accept a spiritual master, he gives you like a prescription. And the prescription is a certain amount of times chanting the mantra on your beats. And this would have taken him what would be to you a shocking long time every day. Maybe five or six hours a day. And by the time he, he left this world around 80, he was 80 years old when he left this world. And he'd experienced so much happiness from hearing this sound that sometimes he would uh, lose consciousness in ecstasy. Sometimes tears of happiness would come from his eyes just from hearing the sound. Now, you'll, you'll never experience that from listening to a mundane sound. You'll only go crazy in agony, <laughs> not ecstasy. It's the complete opposite effect. So um, I have been given this process of mantra meditation for free. 
and I feel very fortunate for being able to have learned it. So now um, I pass it on for free. I want other people to experience it as well. So it is a very simple process. Uh, all a person needs to do is focus their mind on the sound. So the mind will wander off, and then you just bring it back to the sound. Wanders off, bring it back to the sound. That's all you need to do. In the, it's, it has a kind of opposite effect, a complete opposite effect, than mundane sound, the regular sound. Mundane sound, uh, you may have find some attraction to it in the beginning, and as we described, the more you listen to it, the less it tastes sweet. The less it sounds sweet. Uh, but this, you may not find much attraction to it in the beginning, but if you regularly practice every day, then gradually you'll experience the depth and the wonder of it. And it's just a matter of uh, doing it. Just like uh, it's a, it's a, if you want to get clean, it's just a matter of going in the shower and letting the water do the work. So in the same way the mantra does the work, you just need to simply place yourself in the proximity of it by hearing the sound, and then you will experience the effect upon you. Okay? So, you don't even need to believe it. And that's not even a requirement. You simply need to do it. Just like you don't even need to believe that the shower or the waterfall will cleanse you. You just need to go under the waterfall, and then you'll experience this is clean cleansing. It has nothing to do with belief, right? Yoga is a science. It's not a belief system. It's not a belief thing. I mean, there always needs to be some belief, because... In order to do anything, you need to have some belief that um, it's going to work in order to do it. Like, for example, I need to believe that there's ice cream in the fridge in order for me to go and make the effort to walk to the fridge and open the door. There needs to, have, there needs to be some belief in order to do it, or at least some hope, right? So in, in, this, in this sense, then faith is necessary because it gives us impetus to actually do it, right? So, so hopefully um, I can instill a little bit of that in you so you can... Go on and practice for yourself. So, um, I'm going to teach you three techniques of mantra meditation. The first one, I don't, re to be honest, I don't really do that much. Um, I do the next two a lot more often than I do the first one. But many people like the first one in the beginning because it's kind of got a relaxing vibe to it. And when people think of meditation in the beginning, they come really, a lot of people come for stress relief and it kind of gives you that as well as gives you the mantra at the same time. So we'll start with that one first and then I'll teach you guys two other ones, okay? So the whole thing should take about maybe half an hour or maybe less, maybe less. So I hope you guys are comfortable enough, okay? Is that okay? Yeah, all right. <coughs> and then on Sunday, I think I'm coming back here on Sunday, is that right? Yeah? If I'm not, if I don't screw this up. <laughs> so we'll, we can go into more, if you guys want to learn more uh, in depth about this stuff, then I can come back on Sunday and teach you more if you like. So, um, the first one is called uh, Nitai Gore Breathing. Okay, so if you look on your little cards that I gave you, does anybody not have a card? Because I got some extras here. Okay. Uh, maybe you can just give some to anybody who comes.
I gave her a few. That's all I have left, so if anybody doesn't have, they must share. All right, so if you look on your cards here, we don't have Nitai Gore by itself, but we have it in, hidden in another mantra here. So the third one down says, Haribo Nitai Gore. So just the Nitai Gore part, okay? That's all we're doing. <coughs> all right? So I got my little instrument here. You don't need one. You can do this on your own. Uh, before bed or something, uh, or in, in the morning when you wake up, you don't need to have this instrument, but it just makes it kind of nicer, especially in a group. So um, again, we focus on the mantra. We keep the mind focused on the mantra when you're doing this meditation. So the way you do it is you inhale, and then on exhalation, you say the mantra, Nitai Gore, on the whole outward breath. Okay, so for example... Ni tai go. Focusing your mind on the sound and then inhale. Keep the mantra ni tai go in your mind and then exhale ni tai go on the full outward breath. So when you do it, um, do it on your own time. You don't need to do it exactly when I'm doing it. Everyone has different lungs and different breathing capacity so don't worry about doing it at the same time just do it on your own pace whatever's comfortable for you it's kind of nice actually when it's all kind of mixed <laughs> all right so we'll do it this one maybe five to seven minutes or so okay all right okay so take a deep inhalation all together Congratulations, your mind that's been accumulating a lifetime of crap has now been purified. So, if you continue to do this, you'll, uh, on your own time at home, you'll experience that exact feeling that I finally have something to rest my dirty cruddy mind into and purify it and you know we try to do it through all kinds of ways relaxing and watching movies but it just adds more and more crap in there so by adding this mantra to your life you'll experience that um, purification of the mind and the heart and you'll become addicted to it <laughs> in a very good way
So, the next one is called Kirtan Meditation. Has anybody heard of, heard of that before? Kirtan Meditation is very similar to what we've been doing, uh, but it's a back and forth rather than all at once. We're going back and forth. So I'm going to sing the mantra all by myself. All right, you're welcome. Uh, I'm going to sing all by myself a mantra, and then you'll listen, and then you'll sing it all together, and I'll listen to you. So it's a back and forth, okay? So mantra meditation is a very simple thing. It's just simply focusing your mind on the mantra, and we're just giving you different ways to do that, okay? So this kirtan meditation is just another version of what we just did. It's very similar, okay? So we'll do that, this one for another five minutes or so. So, um, we'll chant a different mantra now, just to make you guys learn a little bit more. Okay, so this next mantra is the one above it, Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohan. I know it's probably a little hard for most of you. So we'll just go one word at a time, okay? So please repeat after me. Gopala. Gopala. Govinda. Govinda. Rama. Rama. Madana Mohana. So, Gopala Govinda. Rama. Madana Mohana. Gopala Govinda Rama Madana Mohana. Very good. That was actually very good. Usually we don't have such good pronunciation, but this group is actually good with that. All right. So I'll sing it, I think, twice in a row with this melody. And so it's twice in a row for me and then twice in a row for you. Does anybody have any questions on that? No? Okay.
have one more to do and it takes take about five more minutes so that's on the beads that I gave you so uh, does anybody not have some because we got some extra now just raise your hand if you want some Eight ones? Yeah. Uh, okay. So we'll do the, the ones we have here are 54. Some the new people got 108 on their set. So it'll be half of the ones that the new people got. So we're going to chant a mantra we just learned on each of these beats. That's what Japa meditation is. And you're just saying it. So it's like, excuse me, Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohana. And then the next beat. 
Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohana. Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohana. Like that, okay? So these beads have two main purposes. One, the one purpose it has is as a counting method. So I chant a certain number of rounds every day as my vow that I do every single day. So if you like to progress in bhakti yoga, that is a very, that's something you should do is um, set a, a number of rounds that you do every day as something that you know you can do every day, something very attainable for you, even if it's one round or two rounds, and, and do it regularly. And then you'll notice you can do it for, you can try it for 30 days, do a 30-day trial. And if you don't have any, you feel like you don't have any benefit, it's not helping you at all, then you can give it up. But if you feel that it's helping you, then you can keep going. You see? So it's, there's only one way to know if it works is if you try it. There's no other way. I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but you won't know until you try it yourself. Unless you have full faith in me, then you'll know. But otherwise, you won't. So you'll have to try, uh, try yourself. Now, um, the other part of it, the other reason why the beads are useful, is that they engage an, another sense in the meditation. So the more senses you have involved in the meditation, the less chance you have those senses are going to be distracting you, right? So the more senses you have involved in a meditation, the easier it is to focus. Because the mind goes where the senses go. Like, for example, we hear laughing. Automatically, people think of what's going on over there. Right? You heard it, then your mind went to it. Right? Or you walk by a bakery, you sniff it, the bread. Bread can be the furthest thing away from your mind, and then you think of bread. Right? So, now we got these senses, even the sense of touch. So when it's, at least the right hand, when I'm fiddling with this, I can't be scrolling through Instagram. Okay? So, that's an, so the, these senses are now engaged in the meditation and helping you to focus. So those are two of the main purposes why we use beads. So we'll do this one round together. And uh, normally this is done by yourself, but because we're learning it, we'll do it together. And um, if there's any questions on that, we can answer after we do that. So just one thing before I forget to tell you. You don't need to sit in any kind of particular position, whatever is comfortable for you. So if that means lying down on your bed, that's fine. If that means going for a walk, that's fine. You know? So whatever is comfortable for you. You want to be, uh, you want to be too comfortable so you fall asleep. But you want to be, uh, if, if you're staying awake and doing it and your body's 100% comfortable, that's fine. Just if you catch yourself falling asleep, then maybe it's time to sit up. So you just, you, you want to have the main thing you got to keep in your mind is what's helping me to keep my mind focused on the mantra. So whatever works for you, works for you. So don't worry about sitting in a particular way or doing it, whatever's comfortable for you, okay? So without further ado, we'll begin. What does the mantra mean? We'll get into that after. If anybody has any questions, you can ask after. But if I answer that now then we'll be sitting here for another 30 minutes and people want to go. So, because question, these questions take a long time to answer. Actually, maybe we don't have time to answer these, but maybe Sunday when I come back, you can bring all, all the questions and then, because I think there's a program here tonight, right? And I'm not the, only, I'm not the whole show, so I think I better, you know, give it up. Hi. 
Five minutes? Yeah, no worries. That's perfect because that's what we have is five minutes. Okay, so we'll do this, okay? So I'll do the first two by myself. So you just listen and then just join in with me, okay? So, Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohana. Gopala Govindarama. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Madana Mohana. Okay, join in. Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohana. 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 
Gopala Govinda Rama Madana Mohana 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 Okay so very good. Thank you very much. So to, to give you a quick answer to your question, yoga is not simply um, exercises. There's an aim of yoga. There's a goal for yoga. And the, these mantras are names of that goal of yoga. So that's all I'm going to say now. If you want to learn more, then I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm the whole show on Sunday or not. But if I am... And we have lots of time. We, I'm not? Oh, they're postponing it? Nobody tells me anything. So anyway, whenever I come back, whenever that is, then we can go into more depth with questions that anybody may have.